Meanwhile, go. Welcome to our <laughs> YouTube fan film review of the week. I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. All right. Hey, those uh, those uh, dialogue classes are really paying off, by the way. Meanwhile. <laughs> I did it. I did it like you want it because I can't stand the way you do it. Like I hate that. I hate the Meanwhile. fucking. It's not right. <laughs> It's not right because he doesn't do it like that. Yeah, and neither does Frank Kelly. But you do it. Yeah. But you do it in a way that is both uh, uh, a, a complete caricature <laughs> of Frank Caliendo. Yeah, and uh, Ted Knight. Yeah, and so and no, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not. It's not that I hate it. It's just. It's just wrong. It's 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 wrong, but funny on so many levels. Because because get the hollows of justice. Yes. <laughs> so so i i part of me likes it but part of me just fucking wants to punch you and um it's not it, it's not a bad thing um all right here we go so oh there's my top 10 i was looking for my top 10 um you can't look at that i'm trying not to all right you can look at this though uh um we watched superman world war and it's interesting that they use that title, Supermen. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Who did this? <laughs> oh, the guy's name is uh, Donald Callahan. Right, Donald Callahan. Yeah. And if you look at his uh, banner on his YouTube site, he he uses a uh, killing joke. See? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna put that in there. Boop. All right. So he's done. He's done quite a few things. Uh, there's the trailer, uh, there's the behind the scenes, uh, scoring, uh, the Superman film. There's uh behind the scenes, there's the editing reel from yeah. 2018. There's, uh, uh, the logo, um, Superman world war from indie boom film festival. Plus, um, is there going to be a sequel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, oh, and Superman world war, uh, with, is that Carrie Miller? Yeah, Carrie Miller BTS interview. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. There, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff on here. There is one, two, three, four, eight, twelve. There's twelve videos on here, and um, I, I wish he would do more. I, I really, I want him to be doing more. Yeah, but I don't know what else he does as well. So Donnie Callahan, that's that's the guy who does this. Did you um, notice that uh, you could tell there was different times they filmed the Hitler scenes because Hitler's mustache changed. A few times. That's cool. I'm I'm glad that you decided to get right into reviewing it without. I, I just about wanted to is. throw that out there before I forgot to mention it. it. It was fucking hilarious because there's one point where it looked like it was an actual like mustache, and then there was another point where it looked like someone had taken the a square piece of Velcro off of something, and in the fuzzy side, and then put it on his upper lip. It was, <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. I I, I, I super noticed it. God, that was not intentional there. <laughs> But yeah, I just thought I had to throw that out there. Um, all right, so what's the synopsis, Mike? I don't know, Joe. You're the one that's supposed to read the fucking synopsis. Oh, you're so cunty today. If you were a musician, you'd be Bill Cunty. All right. Oh, you were fucking sitting on that. You've been sitting on that for at least five days. Uh, maybe, maybe if, if, at least. So three. fuck you. At least three. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Do you like Bill Cunty? Shut up. <laughs> All right, God damn it, that's funny. All right, so, I can always tell when you're sitting on a joke because because it's it's too easy for you to tell. Oh yeah, because there's I, I never just off the fly. No, because you're you're always awkward with your off the fly shit. Yeah, sometimes yeah. No, all the time. 
You're such a hater. I'm not a hater. It just you're just you're an awkward joke teller. That's all. All right. So um, there isn't a written synopsis for the film, but it's pretty much uh, during World War II. Uh, Lois Lane and Clark Kent have to go and do a um, a piece for the. Uh, did I say? I almost say Daily Bugle. I almost fucking said Daily Daily Bugle. Didn't I? The Daily Planet. What are you doing? Lois Lane and Clark Kent get assigned to the press corps in France near the end of World War II in March of 1945. Lois and her photographer, Private Donald Callahan, get kidnapped by Nazi super soldiers and taken as hostages to Berlin to rescue them. Superman must stand up to Hitler's super soldiers. They are more formidable than any foes he has faced previously. Opposing philosophies of what the Superman is being explored. Um, the film is Superman at his roots. The director plays a grand- grandfather who really was a f- World War II photographer in the Jimmy Olsen role. Superman World War is a feature-length fan film and a passion project. I was, you know, I, I, I don't have a problem with him putting his grandfather in as the Jimmy Olsen character. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it it works better in this sense, so that you're not it it's not um, shoehorning that character into a story, yeah, just to shoehorn him in, um, and and using like using like his grandfather to uh, to basically tell the story as it were. Um, what did you think of it? At first, like in the like the first like thirty seconds of the movie, when when it's showing the um the uh, the uh, what are the excavators the um, archaeologists, archeo- archeo- I was gonna say that. God damn it! Um, I had to work my way up to it. When it first showed it, it looked so bad, and that the acting seemed so just horrible that at my first impression right off the bat was, oh my god, this is gonna be Turkish Star Wars or something, right? And then all of a sudden, it made this quick turn and and then the um the head bad guy scientist he took over he took the lead and all of a sudden he, he got into his cheesy dialogue and all of a sudden it just started to play out way better than I, it was you know my first impression of it and you could tell that the effort was being put into it um for the most part and um so i was uh, like ready to already judge this thing as a piece of shit like right from the get-go and then all of a sudden i was proven wrong really quickly that you could tell the guy um, that the um, the writer, the director, um, had done some effort into had actually put the effort and the time into making this. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I they they knew their source material. They went with their source material. My problem, my problem, mostly with the dialogue is again, we're dealing with amateurs, mm-hmm. not professionals. So yeah. that's and that's on me. That's that's not them. Um, do I want them to be better at it? Yes, yes, I do, but. You can't write dialogue and and then have an actor read that dialogue back in a bad voice. Uh-huh. And that's that and I guess that's where my problem is, is that at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. So at the beginning of this movie, the archaeologists find this piece of Krypton, right? And then they put it in the box, and then all of a sudden the Nazi soldiers show up and the the head archaeologist, if you want to call him that. Uh, and his mentor, I guess, if you want to call him that, anyways, the doctor that ends up being the bad guy. Yeah. Um, that whole scene was awkward and bad. Yeah. It really was. There is no point when you have when you have Nazi soldiers cornering a bunch of unarmed people, and then you have the bad guy doctor holding a gun to somebody's head. You already have guns pointed at you. And he's like, hand over the Krypton. And, and, he, and then he goes now, and then he walks away and fires his fires his gun in the yeah. air. 
that was completely useless. You didn't need that. First and foremost, better due diligence on the guns. When you have modern day firearms held by the soldiers, bad choice. Did they? I didn't even notice. You didn't even fucking notice that. Usually I noticed that shit. I did not notice that. How could you not notice that? Well, apparently it, it adds more spice to the review, doesn't it? I did not fucking notice that at all. I swear to God. That's hilarious, though. I mean, the, the entire opening scene. I mean, if they were like holding Glocks or some shit, I would have probably noticed They were that. holding laser rifles or whatever the fuck they were holding. It was awful. Did you really say laser rifles? Laser rifles. <laughs> I mean, you, the laser. You're going to fucking make fun of me for saying laser rifles? It just sounds funny. Like, we're in the future, but we're not really in the future yet. See? Yeah. Just right there. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. I'm going to give this some leeway. No. Uh, no, no. Just let me stop it. I'm going to give it some leeway because of on a lot of levels. And the reason why is this is supposed to be like done in the style of the old comic books. And also how a lot of the movies of this style were done in that time period where superhero shit was not taken seriously. So it was cheesier and shit. They used the weapons of the day. Use the weapons of the day. Okay. And the reason why I'm going These to- These are advanced tactical weapons. It's great. But they're Nazis, right? It doesn't who, matter. Who, did, who thought outside the box with things, didn't they? And they no, did experimentation. They did not with weapons because the ones that they had worked well. You don't go and change the shit. This, these are modern day fucking super weapons. This is this is a bad choice. This is a bad decision. You're probably right. I am right. <laughs> Has nothing to do with probably. But see, hey, how you're always doing like a but what if kind of thing. I'm giving you a but what if I, kind of thing. I know. And, and your but what if is fine. However, use the the the. The the archaeologist, the German archaeologist, yeah. has a Luger. A Luger. Yeah. So why is it that they have modern weapons with no explanation? Yeah, so they should have traded those in and hawked for a Luger. They no, they should have traded them in and, and hawked for an M three, which is the one with the, the stormtrooper gun. Mm-hmm. That's what they should have been using. Something similar to that, or 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 whatever the yeah. Germans were using, and and those would have been fine. You um, you're able to notice bad writing for the like certain things than I can. I I just took it for the most part as even though they're of course a lot of the actors in this movie are are definitely not the most professional, but um or oh, seasoned. This one in the background right here, this guy, yeah, that that's um Metallo. Okay, um now but. I just took it, I took the, the cheesiness um, like to be intentional for the subject matter. This is actually a good movie. I have very little problems with this movie other than like two or three things. And, and those are technical things. The guns. Without an explanation, don't put that stuff in there. Didn't even explain it. Didn't even explain it in later scenes. These are Nazi super weapons. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Didn't show a yeah. manufacturing process or nothing. This is a character-driven movie. So if you're going to have super weapons like this, you need to explain why by showing at least a scene, giving us some detail of why these guys have modern-day 2018 weapons, or at least paintball guns, (laughs) or whatever they're using. Nerf guns, probably. Uh But that's what I'm trying to say, is that if you're going to do this, you need to show a scene where this stuff is being at least manufactured. Like, do a pan across so you can see, oh... I understand why they were using those in the first scene. Mm. It's you have to telegraph that stuff. Other than that, you made a bad decision. And you can overcome bad decisions 
by by just adding something somewhere. Now I understand they have a budget and whatever else to work with. So what else? All right. Um, the uh, I I didn't also care for um, the uh, the the guy who played the um, grandfather's role of the photographer. Okay. All right. Um, you know his name was the actor's name was Charlie Soffer or Soffer. I haven't even pronounced it. Um, he his acting was definitely a little wooden. Uh, All the acting was wooden. It's there's. I mean, well, there were degrees. There, were, I, there was degrees of wood. You have fucking oak, and then you have goddamn cypress. I don't the, know this it, this guy right here, the the chief German bad guy that was at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. You know that that was awful. <laughs> that 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 whole scene, his his acting was not good because he overdid it. He does. That's our biggest problem with these YouTube fan films is when you're going to do a film. Yeah. Act natural. Stop acting like a, f- a bad fucking... Caricature? 80s caricature of a villain, you know? Stop acting like the Legion of Superheroes dark side. I'm going to go back to this again, man. I, I took it as cheesy old fucking serial shit, man. I, I understand that, and that's kind of where they're going, but again, don't. It just it, I, it almost seems like you're being a little over-analytical on this. I am being over-analytical on this. There's problems with this. It's an award-winning film, and it has a lot of problems. And I, what, because all the costumes look brand new? No. <laughs> then, Didn't you pay attention to anything in the movie? Yes. Did you pay attention to the sound problems in the movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, they, fuck I should start taking notes on this, shouldn't I? Yeah. There's tons of sound there, corruption. Yeah, you're right. There were a shitload of... So, yeah, okay. There's there's tons of echo and feedback, and and all of that stuff could have been taken care of. That's why you have a budget. If you're going to budget stuff, budget an ADR shit uh, uh, um, session. So that way you can get rid of that buzz. Yeah. The vicious overacting. You don't need to overact on this stuff. And I understand if you're going to, if you're trying to do it like a serial, then make it into a serial form. Yeah. If you're trying to <coughs> do a movie where your, your movie is being taken seriously and this one's taken seriously because it's won awards, then, and this is the actor's problem. Not the direct, you know, we can blame the director all we want. This is on the actors. When when you are overacting and overreacting to a scene, I don't want to take it seriously at all. Even if you're mocking another scene, then mock the other scene. You know, if you're mocking like original Superman TV shows or the Max Fleischer stuff or whatever. Yeah. But if you watch the Max Fleischer stuff, the cartoon stuff. Everything is done very similar to the Superman stuff that was done on in the 80s and the 90s, or in the 90s, okay? Like uh, the Bruce Timm stuff, the Warner Brothers cartoon. Yeah. Everybody took their role seriously, and there wasn't, there wasn't this overreaction, over-the-top over villainy that you saw on things like, like, this is Ice Pirates villainy, you know, or any of those 80s those bad 80s action movies that you hated like megaforce or whatever this is that level sky of pirates. acting <laughs> yeah sky ice pirates or whatever you want to call it this is that level of overacting yeah. it doesn't need to happen you don't need that cuz you already have a convincing bad guy in a german soldier surrounded by german soldiers so he doesn't have to act like like the the best overacting was uh, the dude from uh, Last Crusade, uh-huh. where he was. This is how we say goodbye in German. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he punches Indy. Guten Tag, yeah. Jones. I prefer I prefer the Swedish way or whatever. Yeah, the Austrian way. Yeah, the Austrian way. 
<laughs> so did I. <laughs> so did I. I can't do fucking Connery right now. So did I. All right. Um, you know, that's I, that's that's about the as over the top as you want to get. Yeah. I look. I just like with him pointing the gun at their heads after they were already having guns pointed. It was like the reveal that he's a bad guy kind of thing. You know, it was like he almost like the guy was relishing in the fact that he gets to finally be who he truly is, which is a bad guy. Right. But again, I mean, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about this guy. Dude, the, talking yeah, the, about the, the Nazi officer. Yeah. And then also the doctor. Yeah. I mean, like later on in scenes, he dials it back a little bit, but it it, it feels forced. Like he's doing these things and he knows that he's on camera doing these things instead of letting it be natural. Uh-huh. That's that's the feeling that I get when I'm watching when I'm when I'm watching the archaeologist doctor dude yeah. do his entire thing. Like the Hitler thing, I have a minor problem with the Hitler thing where Hitler gets all angry and, st- and starts threatening everybody to shoot them and kill them. Yeah. Like have I don't you not, really think he was that way. Have you not seen Kung Fury? <laughs> I don't really think he was that way. He, he, he let his he, he let his uh, underlings take care of that shit for him. Is this the police? So, yes. fuck you. So, I'm sorry. I love that movie. Right. When when you have when you have these characters and they know that they're being filmed and then they're doing this, they're doing shtick. That's what yeah. it feels like. They're doing comedy shtick. Uh-huh. And and it feels kind of disingenuous, and and that you know I mean I'm ta- I'm talking about like minor minor parts of the film, although this is probably the majority of the review. My other problem is the sound corruption. Yeah, like are they filming on a fucking iPhone? What was the, with the sound corruption? Why didn't they do ADR? You and know fix that, that that does yeah. Why couldn't they do ADR? <laughs> spe- I mean, I, look if they were filming in spots where they only had a certain time where they could film there like location type things. I could understand there being sound problems when they're when they were making the film. I could see how there could be background problems, but then why why would they add that into the film instead of doing ADR afterwards? Exactly. That makes no sense. But yeah, I I just don't I forgot about the sound thing. I dude, when I was watching this, I was dealing with kid shit at the same time, so I kept pausing it every 10 minutes to deal with something. Um yeah, there's a lot of white noise and volume problems. The camera work needs help in some cases. Um, after that, though, like after they do like the the first the, the let's say the intro, the beginning where Lo, Lois and Clark and Donald and uh, end up you know in France and and then they go to the 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 PT club or whatever it is, um, the officers' mess or whatever you want to call yeah. it. And then there was a blonde there that just shows up out of nowhere. There's a character that shows up out of nowhere, starts talking to Donald Callahan's character, to the character Donald Callahan. Yeah. Which I have to assume is supposed to be his grandmother. And she just, she says, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I got to get back to work. Here's my phone number. Like, that was unnecessary. Are you talking about the, the one that was talking to um, to uh, Clark Kent? No. The one that literally showed up at the club and just started talking to Callahan and gave him his phone, gave him um, his phone number, okay. phone number to the yeah to the yeah the, the Jimmy Olsen <laughs> guy yeah. Again, that was a completely useless scene and was self-serving because my my only guess is that that has to be his grandmother. That was a self-serving scene. If it doesn't help the movie, you got to cut. 
I'm I'm gonna keep giving leeway with certain things, and with that, this is his fucking movie, and he's not matter. making money on it. So I mean, if he wants to do it that way to honor his grandfather, the, then go ahead. It doesn't matter because it doesn't serve the movie. What purpose does it serve the movie? Were you as confused as I was? I forgot about it. I forgot about that scene, dude. This is why you take the lead on these fucking things because I have a shitty memory. I forget these things right after. Why don't you write this stuff down? I don't know. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? Yes. Yes, it would. <laughs> if you have a shitty memory about remembering fucking movies, yeah. don't you think it would serve you to write stuff down just in case you forget it? I should remember that, huh? Yeah, you should. <laughs> write it down. Again, if you're going to make a movie and all you're doing is putting in scenes that are self-serving, you got to remove that scene. It doesn't make any sense at all. And I'm not trying to, like I said, I'm not trying to fucking beat the shit out of the movie, but I, I have very specific problems with this movie in the first, the, the first act. The, the rest of the movie, like the third act, and strong, very strong. Yeah. The, the middle of the movie, I'm great with. Introducing Metallo, I'm great with. Everything after the first act, like this movie has first act problems. That's it. Yeah. And they're minor problems. So, you know, it sounds like I'm making a bigger deal out of it than it really is. I'm not. My problem with this movie at the beginning stems from shoddy camera work. It's not even shoddy camera work. White noise and volume problems with uh, sound corruption in some of the scenes, which seems to have, which went away after the first act. Yeah. <coughs> um, and the first act basically ends with the Nazis pulling over Clark and Lois in that car. Yeah. Again, there's no there's no explanation. There's no reason for them to pull over that car other than, I mean, they just showed up out of the bushes and said, you know, none shall pass. And they fucking Monty Pythoned it like the Black Knight, right? Yeah. You have to explain that. Again, that's, that's, that's part of the first act. Those pieces right there, after that, they like tightened the fuck up out of the script and got really, really good. You know, the the moment where they drive off and Superman, Superman basically gets shot. Yeah. And then he beats up all the Nazis who are supposed to be super soldiers, but you know, whatever. I'm not even going to do with, deal with that. Um, there's a minor issue with him going, I wonder which way they went. I wonder where they are. And they're already fucking in Berlin or wherever. And all he had to do was run after the car yeah because it's a fucking straight road like that right there it would have been it would have served much better if they had made them pull over and off the road and then and then taken a different vehicle or taken multiple vehicles and gone in separate directions <laughs> that would have been fine but I understand there's there's a yeah there, there's a budget that they have to work with fine I, I can deal with that I can give that a pass what I can't give a pass to is that first act the whole woman thing is is lame. Um, in order for her, in order for Lois to be in France, they, she would have had to have been vetted. They don't just send a fucking reporter to France at the end of the war without vetting that person and, and having a whole argument. This would have been taken care of in the beginning um, of, of the movie when they are sending reporters over. This whole argument between her and the general yeah. would have been served better to have this at the beginning then have Lois and Clark go to the movies as she's exasperated and needs to unwind. Showing them when they when when it cuts to them at the movie theater. Yeah. There's no reason. 
They're just sitting at the movies watching newsreels, and then they go to France. This whole argument would have been the the whole the whole scene between her and the general again would have been much better with her and the State Department fighting it out, and you could have used the same guy as the State Department, and then you know doing the whole vetting thing because they have to do that in order for them because they're just reporters. If and if they're going over to France, they have to go through this whole entire process. It's just not like, and it sounds like they were picked anyways. So they still have to go through this entire vetting process to make sure that they're not fucking spies. Yeah. That whole entire scene would have served better to begin at the be- to be at the beginning of the movie and then Lois and Clark go to the movies for her to unwind because she's fucking exasperated and then the whole thing about them talking about going to France would have been fine. And then they show up at headquarters in France and then the whole the whole the whole argument between her and the general again would have made no sense. So you you switch that dialogue to him basically saying women shouldn't be allowed here. I just have to let it go type of thing. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and write entire new dialogue for this whole process, but that's how it should have been. I don't really care for this, but this is what I've been told I need to do. So welcome aboard type of thing. Yeah. You know, and then um, the Metallo introduction was really cool. And then uh, they even played the Superman theme. Yeah. So that was cool. It's all it's done on keyboard. The John Williams Superman theme shows up on yeah. the keys. Uh, they played it um, on piano, and it was just like the first part of it, and then they played it again. I like how the the fights seemed like they were more in the style <laughs> of when you're watching the old Superman TV show from the what was it from the fifties? You know, with George Reeves. Yeah. You know where it's like even though he's Superman, when he punches someone, they don't. It wouldn't be like, say, when Brandon Routh punches someone, you know, and they fly through fucking 15 buildings right. or something. So um, it just, it fit more in with the whole style of that era. Um, you notice that the, the 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 head villain that he fought looked like he had uh, Iron Man's uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah. yeah. The, uh, oh my God, I can't, why am I brain farting? The, the arc reactor in his chest. Um, that would be the Krypton. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just looked. It looked like uh, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's exactly what I thought too. Like, like, like actually, just like used a, like a Marvel, uh, you know, fan piece or something. Right. So, uh, yeah. I, you know what? I mean, I, I, I think the part I enjoyed the most about the entire film itself was the, during the end credits. Was during the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, um, the Bugle Boy dance song routine. That was. I, I, I wasn't a big fan of it. I, I, I could. I mean. The whole reworking of uh, Bugle Boy Company D. Yeah, I didn't care for I, the song. Is fine. I just it's not something that um, I find uh, particularly interesting. No, no, it doesn't do anything for me. I, I uh, um, the original lyrics were fine, but doing the whole super adding in the whole Superman version. Yeah. It's it's cute, but it it's, added energy to the film where the film was lacking in some energy here. For me, it was. It, they they played it at the as an end credit thing. Yeah. Added, How does it add energy? Because you always want to leave things on an energetic note. No, it did leave things on an energetic note. The whole phone call of the guy calling Joe Siegel or or Siegel. Hey, get Schuster on the phone. I got something for you. This is fucking amazing. Yeah. That's energetic. The 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 song is fine, but it's just it, it it felt again it felt forced. 
it just felt forced, like they were doing this to wink at the camera type of thing. You know, that's that's his call. That's, you know, like you said, it's his movie. I, I disagree with some of the decisions that he made, but mm-hmm. for the most part, like I said, after that first act, he he the script got fucking tightened up. They really worked hard to get everything. I'm, I, I wasn't a fan of, of the, the way that Hitler was handled. <laughs> I, I thought that his character was way, way over the top and kind of... He was yelling dumb. every time he talked, every single time. Yeah, it was just, it was just like crazy, crazy bad guy. Stereotype Hitler. It was stereotype Hitler. No, it was just stereotype bad guy. It wasn't even stereotype Hitler. Um, but the actor that played him, look, I mean, got the look down and and was sweating and yeah. all this other except stuff. When I loved had, it. Except when he had Velcro on, <laughs> on his lip. Yeah, well, <laughs> it doesn't even matter about that. <laughs> It just looked funny, like like someone had, like during that day of shooting, like they lost his fucking mustache or something. They're like, we gotta find something. They slapped that on there. So, um, yeah, look, I, I, we don't rate these things anymore. We just say it's worth checking out. Right? It is. It's absolutely worth checking yeah. out. Like I said, I mean, my my minor fucking problems with this movie, which took almost your whole review, by the way, which took almost my whole review. <laughs> But it, it's on purpose. I mean, if if we're going to review stuff, we need we should be critical about some of the stuff that's being done. Yeah. If this is an award winning fucking film, yeah, then how how did they win these awards? First I would and foremost, say, what were they compared against? What were they compared against? That's a winning fantasy film. Um, and you know, I mean, why didn't they go in and fix some of the issues? Yeah. You know, I mean, if this is supposed to be run at, at film festivals and whatnot everywhere, are we getting the film that they're playing at the film festivals or are we getting first cut? Uh-huh. You know, that's the question I would have for Donnie, you know, other than that. I mean, I thought it was great that he shows his grandfather and gave a little blurb, you yeah. know, and for his, for this is for his grandfather. Yeah, he died at 93 years old, I believe, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everything that they put in in the after credits and whatever else, perfect. Except for the the bugle dancing song, I don't care. Yeah, it was fine. I, I just, I it's not my cup of tea. So, Superman World War is available on YouTube. Check it out. It is an award winning film. Best actress Carrie Miller. Best supporting actor Scott Michael Dunn. Nominated for lead actor Kevin Caliber. Kevin Caliber. Um, yeah, that was of course that was uh, Superman. Yeah, and he's also a producer on it. You can do Facebook dot com Superman WWF. World War fan. World War fan or whatever. WWF. Hold on a second. Yeah, WW fan film. I mean, look, it may sound like I'm being really harsh on this movie. I'm not. I like the movie overall. My problem is just the minimum amount of things that I was bitching about, which takes a lot of this interview. Hey, look, Scott Michael Dunn played Hitler, and he won an award for it. Yeah. And and his it it, it was fine. Most of the stuff is fine. My problem with it, again, I don't even need to, I'm not going into it. <laughs> I, I, I like, here's what I did like. I like the faster than the speeding bullet intro. They did the whole uh, George Reeves intro. Yeah. You know, um, they did, uh, the action scenes were great. Metallo was fantastic. Uh, the whole fight scene, which again, I mean, they they went completely in the opposite direction of modern day superhero films, where they're just beating the shit out of each other and knocking each other through walls and whatnot. Yeah, and they they made it to where it was a believable fight scene. I like that. Yeah, throwing each other, you know, picking each other up and fucking bashing each other like wrestling moves and whatnot. Yeah, 
they did an excellent job of doing all that stuff. And like I said, everything from Act Two on was super fucking good. I was surprised that they had that scene on the um, operating table where there was all that blood from the, when the when that super soldier bashed in the the. Uh... Why would you? Why are you surprised? By well, that? because it was. Uh, it didn't seem like it was going to go that far, and you know, because it was sticking to a certain kind of style from that era. For it to get super bloody like that for a moment, that was that was surprising. Yep. Okay. So, all right. So yeah, check it out. That's all I got. And next time, I'll take notes. Yeah, take fucking notes. <laughs> See how, the, the, oh God, I, I totally forgot the sound was shitty until you mentioned it. I was like, oh yeah, the sound was fucked up through most of that movie, wasn't it? No, just just first, just the first, the first act. After that, it was fine. For the most part. I mean, I, there was probably some, some distortion and whatnot, but for the most part, everything that was filmed... Like if when they were filming in bunkers and whatnot, it was fine. But if you're going to do that stuff and you, and you know you're going to have problems with with echo or you know or or um, it sounds like they're talking in, in in a cave, then you need to set aside on your budget some ADR. You need to do that so that way you can fix any problems. Yeah. All right. So that's that's what it comes down to. All right. What do you think we're gonna do next time? I don't know. What do you want to do? 